Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm so dark. I'm from the DC Universe. I'm me and Alex. Oh, hey. What's that I hear? Do we have a special guest for this episode? Say hi to the folks. Hey, folks. I'm back. Uh, I'm Joseph, again. Um, I keep coming back. These guys keep reeling me back in. Maybe because it's just fun to talk about movies for two to three hours. Or maybe it's because there's something inside of me that hates myself. I don't know. We'll figure that out over this podcast. Yes. And this week, we're talking about <laughs> Deadpool 2. The super duper cut? Yeah, so, so we all watched the extended edition, right? Wasn't there... At what point wasn't the... Uh, name of this like the the working name for this movie the untitled deadpool sequel or something like that yes and i wish that was what that the would actual... have been such a wonderful a wonderful gag no yeah way. that would have been nice so yeah let's let's go ahead and get the scores out of the way so deadpool 2 directed by david leach from 2018 it has an 83 percent critic score on rotten tomatoes and an 86 percent audience score <laughs> sounds about right Sure? I mean, <laughs> I, okay, like, I'm not trying to say that that might necessarily gr- match our grades, but based on reactions of people around, from what I've heard, and yeah. kind of my initial reaction, I'd say I that sounds about right. Would, I think generally in this, I guess, Joseph, I, I, I probably haven't talked about it quite enough with you to be sure of this, but I feel like generally our opinions of this movie are lower than the common opinion i feel like a lot of people are just like oh this is just as good yeah it's the first like people i feel like a lot of and we don't hate it but we'll mm-hmm. we'll get into that um i kind of did the first time i saw it i've yeah, i've warmed up to I was, it quite i was a pretty bit. disappointed the first time i saw I, it I, I, I didn't I this didn't. time around it was i settled yeah i wouldn't say i hated it the first time around i just walked out saying okay that was a movie and it had its funny points but it wasn't the first one yeah yeah i will say I now own the Blu-ray for Deadpool 2, and I'm not upset about that. Yeah. Like, I'll watch it again. Fair, um, fair. So, Joseph, since Tyler's usually uh, a selfish monster who always wants to do his best thing and worst thing because before I do... Because I'm never told uh, to do the best thing and the worst thing first without uh, my consent. That's Joseph, that goes down. what is your best thing and your worst thing about Joseph, Deadpool hope- 2, the super-duper extended revengeing cut? Joseph, uh, I hope you realize that we are going to use you to air our uh, passive-aggressive grievances. That's um, Tyler, that. I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay, because I hate your guts. <laughs> All right, well... Uh, now it's turned into a therapy session, so... It's just to have fun, nervous. Joseph. <laughs> this is what you do to us, Joseph. How dare you? So how does that make you feel? <laughs> Seriously, what's your, I, best, I, I, what's your best thing and your worst thing? Let's uh, go. <laughs> okay, well, the, 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 my best thing for this movie is definitely the music. Um, Interesting. I, that, that may be weird to a lot of people, but like in the Super Duper cut, they actually make some changes. And I actually like both cuts of it with the music. I think both work. Um, there's some times where, like whenever Alex and I were watching it, it, they would change it to one song and he'd like that version more but they'd change it to another song and I'd like the ver- that version more and like it kind of flip flops but either way the music selection overall I thought was pretty good so um, do you mean just the I guess the soundtrack versus the actual score yes yeah 
Because the score, so, it, is the score is Tyler Bates, right? Yes, that sounds right. I mean, the score is nothing like spectacular. I'm just talking is, about. The is soundtrack. this including the Juggernaut chant? Yes, juggernaut that's 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 chants. what I was going to bring up next. The uh, the 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 uh, weird orchestral like vocals yes. when they're when they're uh, <laughs> shouting obscenities. Um, probably not. <laughs> probably not that part. But like, I, I found, excellent. I, yeah, I, I found that mildly amusing. I, I think it went I on too long, much like problems. a lot of the jokes in this but, movie. But I, I liked the, it. The super the duper idea. cut, especially, has some weird editing regarding that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, but they like the way they do it. It it comes back in and out, and it doesn't yeah. really flow. I don't remember that being a problem in the movie, the, the normal cut, but the Super Duper cut, it flows weird. Well, that's one thing I noticed. I, we talked about this, how how Deadpool keeps bringing up dubstep. Yes. Yeah. And that and the mu- dubstep music comes in twice, and it just feels weird pacing-wise. Yes. Be- the, especially, the entire... the, especially the first time, because he, when he fights him in the prison, he's like, is dubstep still a thing? And then a Cable insults And he says, dubstep. dubstep sucks. Yeah. And then he starts beating him up. And dubstep plays for like five seconds, and then it immediately stops. Yeah. It's like, oh, gag it was, over? It was just really abrupt. Yeah. And it, it, it kind of took me out of the movie, which makes sense for a Deadpool movie, I guess. But like, yeah. I don't know. The dubstep running gag thing was... I'm, I was not a fan of that in general. It didn't really catch my attention as yeah. something that was super funny. I feel like it would have been better if they just played it once at the end and if it, it was like a you know maximum effort type pump-up moment for Deadpool, I feel like that would yeah. have been effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be fun. They could have actually built that into a semi-emotional beat. Yeah. At least in terms of generating audience excitement. Yeah. I don't know. And So... That kind of leads into my least favorite thing about this movie, and it was the fact that there wasn't really, like, they kind of took away the emotional beat. I get the whole, like, family thing, because he says, like, in the first one, it's a love story. It's about him and Vanessa, and this one, it's a family thing. It's about him and the X-Force. Yeah. But, like, her getting killed in the beginning, and then them immediately taking that away, and I understand that it's a Deadpool movie and they can do whatever they want but it takes away that whole arc mm-hmm. yeah. I guess and that sort of speaks to my feelings about this movie where the the first one I could be wrong but I haven't seen the first one in a while I really should have watched it before watching this one just to, to kind of compare them um, but the first one I feel like I, I feel like I remember that they point that out. It's like, oh, this is a love story. Like, I, it, there, there's mm-hmm. like Deadpool actually like talks about that, you know, breaking forth the wall, whatever. Yeah. Um, where and that is actually like the plot of the movie is it's a love story. Like it's, uh, it, you know, it's a little offbeat, but it's it, it works emotionally. It works, and that's that's kind of what what it is. Where this, it's like Deadpool's like, oh, this is a family film, and it's supposed to be like a gag, and I get that, but like. I feel like the movie itself does not live up to that because the the all the the family emotional stuff does not come through like at all, right? And so it's kind of like I feel like they could have done something that was more entertaining and more emotionally fulfilling if it, if they actually did like this is a Deadpool family film like it, mm-hmm. it, if it was like a traditional i don't know i don't i don't even know what kind of movie you would use as the basis for that but like as a to, to parody off of but well 
something more along those lines. I, I, I just think it was like in terms of family, it was like him finding family, and he kind of did, yeah. like with the X Force thing. Yeah. And I get that, but I, I'm with you. It didn't really follow any models of typical finding family movies yeah. Yeah. and parodying. Parody. I can't even say the word. <laughs> well, the, the problem is uh, that that most of the emotional crux of this movie, and we're really just getting down to the meat of it without <laughs> Tyler and I giving our best and worst things. Um, it, it it's really like it, it's this the kind of stuff might pop up. It, it, it's the fact that everything's all the emotional stuff is really on Russell's shoulders, and Russell is just not a interesting or empathetic or sympathetic enough character I... to really warrant that. And then also Cable. I don't think is sympathetic enough either, and they don't build up enough of a strong relationship between him and Deadpool. I feel like at the end, I'm like, okay, I I guess I'd be cool with seeing another movie with the two of them just killing people. I I guess, like I, I don't need I don't need Cable to be in another movie. Whereas Domino, I need her to be in another movie because she's amazing in this. I did. Um think it was interesting that this cut I don't believe it's in the, the original cut uh, has an extra scene with um, him getting tortured yeah there's a couple extra scenes I think with the one where Russell? he gets introduced to the school like he gets brought in there in the first place yes. I think that's added and then yes. there's a scene where he gets tortured it does a little bit of work to help us yeah. feel a little bit more sorry for him however it, there's a weird once again weird pacing issues where we don't yes. actually know how long he stays there yeah, okay. And it really, well, yeah, the it really only plays like the original he, cut. It really only plays like he showed up there yesterday and he got tortured yeah. once. Yeah, the I, implication and I, I know, in the original cut is definitely like, oh, he's been there. He's a been while. there forever. That's well, yeah. I, I know that. You know, obviously, child abuse like that's, of course, that's a, that's very serious, and that that immediately leads to some emotional and you know investment on the part of the audience. But at the mm-hmm. same time. Give us a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit more than just, oh, he was abused. Yeah. yeah. But Is then it, he's I, just a jerk. I, I don't know. I think there's, yeah, there's also a, a line where it says that he's, this is like the fourth or fifth incident he's had, isn't there? When they confront him in front of the, the school. Oh, I think there is, yeah. And so it's kind of like, what is, is it supposed to be? He's just been there that long. I don't know. It's kind of odd. Feels like it would have been better to just have a scene where it was just like, oh, this is a, this is a regular day for him at the orphanage or whatever. Yeah. Well, I feel like it, it shouldn't have been him being brought in. I feel like he should have been yeah. growing up there for a while and that he's finally had enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like the car ride in actually takes away from it. Yeah. So, Tyler, what is your best thing and your worst thing? Um, my best thing is definitely Domino. Fair that enough. Is Which is my, funny because my... everyone was like, why are you casting her? Because... Yeah. The internet oh, is stupid. Is it, is it possibly because she's excellent for the role? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she she's wonderful. I feel like generally all of her lines are, are uh, pretty great. Um, well, even the, like, the int- regardless of which cut it's in, like the extra bit of her getting interviewed and he says something about Ryan Reynolds and she just goes, I don't know who that is. And they're like, you're hired. Yeah. Like that's, that's extended. No, no, no. That's, says, that's new. Yeah. He specifically says he's like, uh, 2008 Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. And he's like, you're hired. <laughs> um, and then, but like the, there's the entire car ride where they're on the way to, uh, take on juggernaut and Russell and whatever. Yeah. Um, and, uh, she's in the back seat and just like 
constant like Deadpool and Cable are having this like conversation where they're basically yelling at each other, and she just constantly is interjecting with like, "I should have gone back to school." Yeah, <laughs> and like, uh, and there there's the great bit where she, uh, Juggernaut, like, I I don't remember what exactly she walks out on, but like after the after the convoy crashes through the bridge, yeah, and like Juggernaut and Deadpool are confronting each other and everything. She she like walks up into frame and then is just like, mm, and just walks back. Well, out. no, she turns around. She's like, oh no, yeah, and, and yeah. she just mouths that <laughs> yeah. at the camera and wa- and like walks slides, away, slides out of out of frame. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, she she has and, a lot of great great little moments. She should have been in the movie more. Um, yeah, and. I, well, I believe they did reshoots to add more stuff with both her and Cable. Mm-hmm. And I, there needs to be more. Exactly. <laughs> Which is bizarre. But it, it's it's fascinating how they do such a good job of showing her power. And they seem to put a lot of effort into that. And I feel like just in a lot of other sequences, they don't put that amount of thought or care into logistics of making the scenes as exciting as they should be well the, 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 he makes the joke about like how it's not uh, very cinematic. it's not very cinematic and I, I feel like that yes. was kind of a challenge a lot of the a lot of the team came up with they're like how can we show this and yeah, yeah. also the joke at Rob, Rob Liefeld's expense of like yeah. what <laughs> what probably dr- someone who can't draw dr- feet <laughs> what drug using weirdo came up with this character oh probably the same guy who can't draw feet but again, well, we'll, we'll get into to that. Um, I feel like it's hard for me to say something I really like about this movie without also being like, but I have reservations about this other thing that that right. ties into. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna die on a on a hill here. I don't I don't know. You guys will probably not be too against me here, but um, oh oh you you know we will. You can't sure, you can't sure. say that and then expect us to not be. Well, That's what so, I'm here for, Tyler. <laughs> but I just know that this is a scene that a lot of people really love, um, and I know Alex. At least we've talked about some of this. Um, but I, oh, yeah. I, would make I, the I argument, completely forgot where you were going, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, this is the reason he hates the movie." Sort of. Um, but there's more to it than just like the the stuff I've said. Um, I would argue, and my my worst thing about this movie. Notice he said he, not us or we. Correct. Uh, I'm actually including you guys. You now own all my opinions, so uh, you have none of your own. Great. Uh, the... <laughs> oh, what's that legal document I signed right before this episode? That was weird. That's the script. Uh, but, um, what does yeah, it say? So... It says Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi, <laughs> written by Ryan Johnson. And then it's just a bunch of pages of, you're not expecting this, are you? And then it's got a little line with my signature at the bottom. I don't know what's happening. And then the watermark just says Martha? <laughs> and it's got, it's got Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill's faces embedded on, on the last page. In fine graphite. Um, my worst thing about this, this movie is the entire, it's probably a 20 minute sequence, maybe? Might even be longer than that. Um, basically the entire sequence going from them jumping out of the plane to the end of the entire convoy sequence. I feel like it really breaks the movie. Um, minus the domino. Yes, of course. Minus, minus, minus the domino stuff. Um, but, but I think, I mean like that's, that is the one thing that kept me interested in this movie the first time I was watching it. Um, that kept me invested in it like emotionally long enough to then be like kind of back on board by the end is the fact that she's through in throughout the sequence and has fun stuff. Um, but, and <laughs> that is a large chunk of the movie to just be like, it's all wrong. So I'll, I might have to spend a little time explaining myself here, but 
uh, my first <laughs> manifesto <laughs> about this is... Oh, God. I... Tyler Marks here needs to write the Deadpool 2 <laughs> manifesto. Perfect. Um, I, and I know a lot of people find this really funny. I, I do think it's funny. I get why why it's it was done the way it was done. I do think it's really funny. Because like, it subverts your expectations. Sure, sure, exactly. In the um, best kind of way, right, Tyler? <laughs> Ryan Johnson was actually on the writing team for this movie. That's correct. And that was the only contribution was this scene. See, uh, his name's on the movie. It's in the smallest font possible on the screenwriting credits. You know, it. it you know that that part where it says uh, it's joking about how they were called the real heroes the last time. The reason they're not this time is because of Ryan Johnson. Oh, <laughs> um, kill yeah. Vanessa! That'll be great. That won't make anybody upset at all. <laughs> so. The... Oh, and then we'll bring her back because, see, we're subverting the subversion. <laughs> There's so many levels here. Oh my god, this movie was written by Ryan Johnson. <laughs> so, <laughs> please elaborate on your worst thing. The scene where they all jump out of the helicopter and they all get murdered. I get, I get what they're going for. I, I think it's it's shocking and it's funny and, and, and like it gets a good a good la- I know the theater really really loses their mind lost their mind at least when I saw this over over that part I get that right however I think it, it what they hadn't already kind of screwed up by killing off Vanessa I think this really screws up because the first movie sort of establishes Deadpool as he's he's kind of he actually has a pretty big heart um, he has no compunctions about murdering bad people. Um, right just right off but like he genuinely does care about people well there's that bit he's where a he, good he, person he, uh, deep down atta- he threatens the stalker and then he, he goes to the the girl who gives him the money and then he refuses to take it and yeah. then he just walks away yeah exactly. like okay you're telling us a lot about him yeah um so that scene has like what? what is it four people that he like genuinely seem to feel an emotional connection with get horribly murdered right and then he kind of just walks it off he makes it makes a couple of jokes about it yeah and and he keeps forgetting peter's name yeah and like even though he supposedly loves peter and then he just kind of like moves on and i i realize there the immediate reaction from a lot of people when i say that i don't like that scene is probably it's a deadpool movie what do you expect you know just turn your brain off but the first one has a genuinely strong emotional core that was one of the most surprising things about it i think is the fact that even though it was funny and um you know kind of subverting your expectations and it was just just kind of wacky and and very off kilter it's it actually had a really strong emotional story just because of the the presence of of ryan reynolds and uh that's the actor actress who plays Vanessa. Um, oh, uh, Marina Bacharan. Yes. Uh, the, to, the, and together they have great chemistry, and like just that's the foundation of the movie. And Deadpool is this very endearing, silly character who's who's almost sort of naive because he's like, like despite the fact that he's he's very willing to just like murder these his enemies and whatever. Like I don't know. Right. It's a very it it, it creates a very neat, um, entertaining character that you care about in the character of Deadpool and so in that immediately I was like okay so he's he's fine with getting all these people killed that's that that seems to be the case and I would make the argument that well actually I'm, I'm just going to put a pin to this because I, I actually probably 
should just spend a segment later on talking about everything I would do to rewrite this movie if this script was put into my hands. Um, so we'll, we'll come back to that. But that's that's one thing. Just just the general fact that we get all these characters. We Tyler, spend a good bit of Tyler time. Tyler is trying to say that he could write a better movie than Rian Johnson. Correct. <laughs> Tyler so, is saying that he could write a better movie than Ryan Johnson. And I'm not saying Deadpool he's 2. wrong. I could not have written The Last Jedi better than Ryan Johnson did, but I could write Deadpool 2 better than <laughs> Ryan Johnson did. <laughs> oh, Ryan. <laughs> Poor Ryan. Um, so, anyway, that's that's one thing. It's just like, immediately I'm like, okay, this doesn't really gel with the Deadpool we got before and we also spend a good bit of time setting up those characters and so it's kind of like it was for the gag and i get that and it's it's a pull the rug out from under you kind of thing but also i don't know i i don't i it works from a joke perspective i don't think it works from a we actually do want to tell a story with this movie perspective um and i think that's kind of the point where i was like this this movie is going off the rails a little bit for me um continuing on with that convoy sequence uh the basically the entire sequence has this massive train destroying downtown wherever yep probably murdering countless people and oh, again it's definitely murdering countless people and again we don't there's no it's it's similar to the the opening scene of amazing spider-man 2 where spider-man's actually yes. acting like spider-man and he's messing with uh paul giamatti before he gets into a giant terrible rhino mech suit um but then he's just like, oh, excuse me, jumps to save uh, Jamie Foxx. Yes. And then the the uh, convoy crashes into like 30 cars yes. and there's like explosions and car flips. I'm like, oh, and- oh, he saved Jamie Foxx. <laughs> oh, good. Now 30 people are dead. Good job, Spider-Man. What a and, real hero. And in fairness, at least that one, I, I'm I, that still is okay problem. with the amazing Spider-Man 2, by the by. <laughs> That is a pretty. That is a a, a major problem. I'm with never that, gonna live it down with that movie. Um, I give but, it a C. <laughs> but that movie also has a lot of like, or that scene in particular in that movie is almost cartoonish. So at least it has that going for it that it's it's kind of like a heightened and it's like ah oh, he's well the fact that and in general it's showing Spider-Man saving somebody, <laughs> where this is just like. They're they're not addressing the fact that like a lot of people are getting murdered. It's a fairly grounded scene, aside from the fact that it's got this, these giant tanks or whatever. But they're just like smashing through, yeah. And like cars are getting flipped over. Like it's it's just very odd because we seem to have thought that Deadpool was a good person going into this movie, but yeah. now well, he just kind of seems like a lunatic because he's doesn't I, really mind all these people getting murdered. Well, I feel and, like Domino. She's driving the convoy for yes. most of the scene. I feel like at some point she should be like. Should we be worried about people getting killed? Yes, exactly. Like, they could have even played that for a joke if they wanted to. Do do a little bit of lampshading. And then just have Spider-Man swing through and, like, saving it. No, no, no. You know what would have been great? And she's she goes, oh, aren't we afraid that, that we just killed some people? Turns Deadpool turns around, looks out the back of the convoy. People are climbing out of their cars. They're okay. And he's like, I have no idea. The physics of that make... We're moving on. <laughs> yeah. So, or, or make a you, joke out of it. You, make a you joke really, of how terrible these superhero movies are when they have all this collateral damage and they just ignore. No, it. that's what I was about to say. You 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 have him be like, oh, don't worry, downtown is abandoned this time of night. And then she's like, it's four <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon, and they're looking around and there's nobody in the cars, and it's just like, I don't know. 
Yeah. She's um, she's lucky. See, that's how I'm writing yeah. it away. She's yeah. lucky. Thanos' snap made all those the people in those cars disappear right before so really she hit them. So really, it's fine. So really, it's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that whole scene, she didn't shoot him right between the eyes. Is the problem? It 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 really, I think that point is kind of like okay, but she sure so did run them over right between the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but it really is like that whole that entire sequence was like okay, I'm I'm kind of. You're kind of making me check out of this movie from the perspective of I really like this character and I'm I'm I want to be emotionally invested in his arc, right? Because now it's clear that you're not really going for that with this movie. You're just doing spectacle and getting some laughs, which that's what you want to do. That's what you're going to do. I'm not going to call it a good movie though. That wasn't very nice. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, wasn't very nice to kill Peter. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, my best so thing is going to be every single reference that either makes fun of the X-Men movies or the DC universe. Yeah. I love them all. Pandering as though they <laughs> as as they may be, which they are. But the opening bit where he's insulting Wolverine, he's like, first he goes and makes his R-rated movie after mine is so successful. Then yeah. he has to up the ante and kill himself. And he's got the little the little wind-up Logan on a tree stump. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And then, well, my, my favorite joke of the whole movie is the bit where he's like, can we really not afford more X-Men? Then they turn and the X-Men from <laughs> it's Dark pretty good. And here's the thing. I've seen people get upset about that over like, well, Dark Phoenix is set in the 90s. What are they doing? <laughs> are we really questioning it at this point? See, and that's the kind of thing that I'm okay with not questioning in a Deadpool movie. Because it's Deadpool! Because, like, that's that's the kind of irreverent meta, like, oh yeah, this is all kind of silly. Also, it's a one-off works. gag that doesn't affect the story. Yes, exactly. Uh, but I I absolutely, like, I lost it in the theater when that yes. happened. I was like, this is, oh my god, I would if the movie continues like this, I'm okay with it, despite my, my worst thing. We'll get there. Um, and then the whole bit where he uh, shoots hit, uh, Weapon 11 from X-Men Origins. Yes. That's all wonderful, yes. and that's beautiful fan service. Um, Spectacular. I have huge problems with the time travel stuff at the end of this movie. Once again, it's kind of a backhanded compliment, like you were saying earlier, Tyler. Um, I love himself... He shoots Ryan Reynolds in the back of the head when he reads the Green Lantern script. That's great. It's, it's um, good. It's very good. So pretty much all those gags work for me. Uh, I was fighting a, a caped superhero, and it turns out his his mother yeah. was named yeah. Martha Two. And I'm like, all right. And the, and the thing is, they don't linger on the joke. I feel like that that's what really helps those gags, as opposed yes. to some of the other ones that don't work as well. They they yes. they say their piece and then they move on. No. You know, it's a one-off. For instance, gag. I honestly don't love the "You're so dark." You must be from the DC universe gag. Yeah, because it's kind of like, okay, but are you going to do anything with that? Yeah, but uh, and it's even worse because five seconds before that, Cable goes, "Who are you?" and he says, "I'm Batman." I'm like, oh, can can we have a little bit of variety with <laughs> yeah. these jokes? Yeah, can, are yeah. we just going to have DC bashing one immediately after the other? Well, no, it's yeah. just that there's so much that DC bashing can apply to. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you bring up a topic, you seriously, could probably though, that come collateral up with damage joke—that's that's more yep. of what we needed. Yeah, I, I feel like both of these movies don't go far enough in really critiquing superhero movies. 
I, I feel like that's that's because that's sort of the thesis of, of at least the first one is like this isn't the the superhero movie your girlfriend was expecting, was it? Yeah, and and so that's that's kind of what's leading. But it doesn't really critique superhero movies as as I feel it should. I feel right. like honestly, I feel like the first Kick Ass is a more accurate critique yep. of superhero fiction, at least on film. Mm-hmm. Also, highly recommend the first Kick Ass. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to recommend the second one because apparently I'm the only one on this planet that likes that movie. Yep, even mildly. So yep, just watch the first one. Um, same with Kingsman. Stay away from Kingsman 2. I hate that movie. Anywho, <laughs> my, worst thing. Thing, my worst thing is going to be Vanessa getting killed. Um, yep. And I was I was worried that that was going to happen going in. Mm-hmm. Mostly because Marina Baccaron is in like one shot in the trailer from what I remember. So I'm like, oh, she's going to be barely in this movie. Oh, they better not do it. Especially, it's weird with these Fox movies how... Uh, people just get killed off in these really terrible ways and it's like oh characters i get i really care about they just die like between first class and days of future past like half of that cast gets killed off and then kingsman 2 spoilers for kingsman 2 but i don't really care i hate that movie nobody should watch it a bunch of characters that people care about that i cared about get killed off in the dumbest ways possible Mm -hmm. um Real deep cut for this. Like Merlin. Aliens <laughs> to Alien 3. Yeah, it, it extends even all the way back to that. Um, so I was worried about that going in. And I think it's even worse that it's... Once again, it's subverting your expectations. Those guys jump in and they try to, to attack them. And yep. uh, Wade kills them all. And she gets up and she's like, I'm fine. And then the last guy runs in and happens to shoot her. I'm like, this is just... Because Wade This is so to... telegraphed. Yeah, because Wade, Wade this, misses... This feels so TV movie. What are we doing? I do I, like the bit where he tra- he tracks the guy down and hugs him and then yes, pulls him in front of an oncoming the, ambulance yes. or whatever it is. And then that it's leads into good. the opening title sequence. Yes. Um, Which I thought was excellent. I I like it a lot. Ultimately, I don't find it all that memorable. Or at least as are memorable we, as I think it should be. See, are we going to talk about the opening title sequence? Not, not yet. I want to get my okay. my piece out on Vanessa. I'm, I, I want to I want to stick that in with my everything I would change about this movie. Okay. <laughs> so if, if we can have that discussion later, okay, <laughs> I'm um, tabling it, Joseph. Dang it! <laughs> but with Vanessa, I get it. They're trying to strip Wade. Uh, I can say his name because I was thinking Ryan and then Wade. Raid. It's fine. Wade <laughs> Johnson. Oh my god! But with Wade, they're trying to strip him bare. Let's take away the thing that... that he, the only thing in this universe that he cares about, and then he's got to start from scratch. I get what they're going for. They shouldn't have done it. Yep. First off, she's so great, and I, I she is one of my favorite characters from the first movie, and it, it really grinds my gears where in the opening credits, depending on which version you, you watch, I know... They have the gag where it's like, costume designer. Oh, you weren't expecting we were going to kill her, were you? Uh, production designer. Oh, snap. These people actually did that, didn't they? Like, they keep, like, rubbing the salt in the wound. Mm-hmm. I'm like, guys, you're not helping your case in, in making this movie, like, making me invest in this movie. You're just driving me further away. The only, re- the only yeah. real... And I get it. It's Deadpool. We're making jokes. Ha ha. I didn't find that funny. The only real justification I can throw at them killing Vanessa is that it's like the typical, like, 
military movie. If a guy says that he's got a week left before he goes back home, yeah. he's gonna die. Or if somebody says that like their kid's on the way, they're probably gonna like whatever. Yeah. It's like all that kind of stuff. And like how she's saying she's ready to start a family. Yeah. Well, it, that's Which, the problem. It feels super telegraphed. Yes, as and well. it feels very. Uh, it's it's a very cheap emotional uh, stock, I guess. Yeah, to, it, it's, to really it's, raise it, you up and be like, oh, they they love each other. They're start, trying to start start a family. We got to make you really care about the fact that she's about to die in five minutes. It feels like they were spitting around ideas for the sequel, and they said, "What's the thing that's going to get Wade in? Like, what's his arc?" And they couldn't come up with anything other than, "Hey, let's just kill her." <laughs> that's what it feels like. Yeah. That feels like the laziest, easiest thing that now, you could possibly do. I'm not saying that it's necessarily a good thing, but can you think of a good arc pusher? If you pay me millions of dollars, sure. <laughs> but, but like right now. No, well, no, 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 no. Put, put, put a pin in it. Put a pin in okay, it. We need to just it. talk about the alternate movie. We we can all, like, I'm not just saying on my, my yeah. part, but like in general, just because. You and your pins. So, so let me, yes, there's at least five now. Uh, let me, let me. He's he's one of those madmen with the with the all the red string around these pins that right. like spans across a whole wall. Big corkboard. Yeah, with with all these different pictures yeah. and stuff. There's a bunch um, of chimichanga pictures because Deadpool. <laughs> I considered another thing for my worst thing, which is that I haven't um, even finished with mine yet. Oh, I, I haven't even already... talked all the way about Vanessa yet. Okay, we don't finish even it. care. Finish, finish. <laughs> this is going to be my springboard into the next topic. So, go well, my problem it. is, and I, of course, they try to replace the emotional core of the movie with Russell, and that I, I've already said that doesn't work. We'll get into that, but then they keep having the visions with Wade trying to get into heaven to be with Vanessa, and he's slowly learning. Oh, hey, I need to go talk to the kid. I need to start. Oh my God, there's a, I, I have feelings. Um, and then the final scene where he goes and he thinks he's dead. And she's like, oh, hey, come come with me. And, like, he turns back into normal Ryan Reynolds, and they're together. Yes. And she says, oh, it's not time yet. You can't you can't be with me yet. They still need you. Now, of course, this is the theatrical cut where they play the acoustic version of Take On Me, which is glorious, and that actually yes. made me feel something. Yes. Um, as opposed to the slowed-down version of the Celine Dion song, and I'm like, I have no attachment to this whatsoever. <laughs> So automatically, I'm, I'm less invested. So I do recommend the theatrical cut, at least in that respect. Um, but that scene, they're getting there. They're so close to, to justifying this stupid decision that they made <laughs> in this movie. They spend the whole movie trying to justify it to me. They get so close at the end. I'm like, all right, I don't like the decision they made. I can live with it because of that. That was great. All right, I'm, that was a great moment. I actually felt something. Haven't felt much except for laughter occasionally this whole movie. I finally felt something. And then he just gets time travel and saves her. Yep. Because Deadpool. Middle fingers everywhere. Let's just reverse it. This plot doesn't matter. Yep. And once again, I get people who are going, it's Deadpool. Why are, this this is hilarious. Why are you not like it's it's the joke. Like Deadpool breaks the fourth wall, he he completely dismantles everything that's going on in the plot. That that don't you get the joke? I get the joke. Didn't find it funny. The first <laughs> Deadpool movie did not break its rules. It didn't break its plot in two. It didn't say, "Hey, you know that whole plot that we were stringing you along for and made you care about a little bit?" Yeah, it's all pointless. Yeah. This one completely breaks it, and I get past the threshold of of even remotely caring. I hate that. 
They should have just not done any of it to begin with. It's also odd because there's at least an hour we go without him seeing her. Right. Like, that's all established, like, very early on, like, the first act of the movie. It's like, oh, he's trying to do this because he's trying to to, to get back to her or whatever. He's got to get his heart, heart in the right place, yada, yada, yada. And then we don't see her again until he dies. And, it's, and, and then we well, kind of, like... We see her one more time in between that, right? There's, see there's her, three different visions of her. Yeah, yeah, so, so we see her when he blows himself up, and we see her when he falls into the lake. Mm-hmm. Right. Outside. And then and we don't see him until... Okay, exactly. yeah. And that's still pretty early on, like... Yeah. It's very odd. Maybe that's what kind of drives him into that uh, that passionless, not caring <laughs> don't, about Don't people. try reading more into this. No, I'm not Ty- trying to justify... Tyler pulled that crap with Spectre, and I will not have it. See, I, see, I will Alex, not have it, sir. Lesson. Alex, you, you got to hear me out here. No, I don't. <laughs> this is true. I'm going to subvert your expectations and not hear you out and on it. Hang up. <laughs> I can't fight that. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, no, that, that's that's all I'm trying to say. It's like I feel like the only reason that he's getting less attached to these team members and not as caring about the innocence around him is because all he cares about at this point is Vanessa. Yeah. And he'll do anything to get to that point again. And he feels like to get to that, he needs to save this kid. Kind of like having your, your heart in the right place whole yeah. thing that was going on. So I feel like that, like obviously, I that could very easily not be what they're going for. Oh, that's definitely not what they're going for. However, <laughs> well, the, no, no, the no, problem no, I, is, I, I agree. Problem like, is, I see what you're going for. That would for be an with. interesting angle. They don't yes. talk about it. It is never discussed. And it's, it's never slightly hinted at. Yeah. And the, and the thing There's is, there's nothing he's still, in Ryan Reynolds performance that tells me that that's exactly, the way he's, he's still acting like the same Deadpool. And so it's, yeah. I know I get that. And I, I get like, I, I think that's something that's an angle. You did just write a better movie really though. Yes, exactly. It's not that hard to to at least make a more interesting plot, I yes. think. Yes. The plot of this movie is boring. <laughs> well, the, like I said, and the problem, it comes down to Russell and Cable. Neither of them really work all that well, I don't yeah. think. Um, Josh Brolin's awesome, of course. The action scenes with him are pretty good. Like, obviously, he, he knows how to handle himself physically. Right. And he looks like Cable, of course. We We get very little backstory... It's really just bare bones. Hey, here's excuses for why he's doing what he's doing. Right. Like but you, you, we get don't... The very, you get the very quick notion that his wife and daughter are dead. Also, is it a, a, an apocalyptic future or what? I don't know what's happening in that future. Yeah. Because, like, his family's living in what appears to be a very nice home. But then, like, why is he all messed up? They also don't really meld that into the tone of the movie at all. Like, I would expect, like, Deadpool to have some sort of voiceover. Or yeah. Something to address maybe the, the fact future. that Deadpool actually feels something, so he's not in the In the future, anything. everything will suck. But not in the Matrix, Terminator, or Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice kind of way. <laughs> yeah. Also playing, it, it, like, it, super it, 80s technical... Techno music. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like he's... It's just literally, oh, we're going to have this scene that could be out of a normal action movie where he tells about tells us about his backstory. It's yeah. like, oh, that's... Okay. Kind of like John Connor in The Terminator, who he frequently calls Cable. John Connor. Yes. yes. Well, he calls him that once, and that's one of my problems. I thought, I thought it was at least twice. I, I feel don't... like he makes a couple of references. I think there's one more reference to the okay. Terminator somewhere. I don't well, know exactly where. It's the same thing I have with with Ajax and the helicarrier kidnapping Vanessa and yes. the first one where it's like, 
guys, the jokes write themselves. Why are we not using this material and and pointing out how similar this is to other movies and really hammering that in that all these movies in this genre are eerily similar to one degree or another? Yeah. I really they they really could have had a lot of really impressive jokes there, and they just ignore him. Like, oh, he's from the future. We'll call him John Connor. Yeah. Um, Even though John Connor's not the one who's trying to kill a kid. Like, it would have been funnier if he said, yeah. "Arnold." <laughs> Or something um, about getting to a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so you know what would have been great? We have a whole running gag where Deadpool is trying to get Cable to say Arnold Schwarzenegger lines. Yeah, he's trying to lead him in conversation it's, to saying certain lines. It's, it's like a well, the uh, problem is the other guys. I'm oh, sorry. What? I was just going to say that they don't really have that much time together where they are on speaking terms. Yeah. That, that doesn't really happen until we have the baby leg scene, um, which is interesting. <laughs> which, I yeah. love that scene. <laughs> that scene is yeah. hilarious. Um, which you could argue is a problem, the fact that they don't have more screen time together. Yes. Which I think is a problem. Yeah. Um, I, I personally well, like he, I like the Deadpool cable relationship. Yeah. yeah. When they, when they be... get dialogue, it's it's pretty fun. Right, but it should be, like, the whole brick thing. Yeah. But, like, it should be taken further. We should have more than just a quarter of the movie to go off with these two. Well, exactly. I, I love the um, moment where, where they kill all those guys, and, and he's like, best friends kill pedophiles together. And they yeah. just walk yeah. into the church or whatever. Like, that was that was just delightful. Right. <laughs> and that's my quote on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> what were you talking about right before? I, I, I had a thought, and then I've tracked away uh we were talking about like arnold schwarzenegger lines like trying to lead oh yeah i was gonna say i was gonna say just like the uh the other guys where um michael keaton's character keeps making references to tlc yeah and and they're like what you're making what are you like you're doing this and he's like i don't know what you're talking about like (laughs) like seriously replace that the dubstep joke with him trying to say arnold schwartz with him leading him to saying arnold schwarzenegger lines yeah and then you do you you think we should get to the Choppa? You mean the helicopter? Why are you saying ch- what? Why are you saying it like that? Yeah. Like you could do the, something. You ha- you, ha- you use a line at the end, and you, it's like you find a heartfelt Arnold line. I don't know what you use yeah. necessarily, but something. I that know covers. now why you cry. <laughs> I'll be back. Yeah, yeah, you can do some, something along I'm those back. lines. Um, for, it it for an kind of like how payoff. that moment where where Deadpool finally gets Colossus to say the f word. Yes. Yes. Like that's that's actually pretty. I, I like that moment. Yeah, it's a nice, a nice bit. All of his dialogue with everyone in that scene is is pretty great. Um, too bad even though the scene the goes scene... on way too long. Ah, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, that scene really bothered me in the theaters. I was like, yes. do the one they, fake out and then you're exactly. Good. Yeah, they you're they good. do the one and then it's like, oh, we're you've done this two more times more than you, you were well, supposed. And to. I get it because like. There are already movies out there where they do the one fake out, so like we got to do it at least two more times, <laughs> and it's like, no, you're good. You're and good. That the point... way he the way he does the one fake out because he's like, oh, but one more thing, like it's 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 really it's not like yeah. it's a funny bit, so you you got a joke out of it. You don't need yeah. to like people are laughing. You don't you, need yeah, to yeah, you did it your it. way. You don't have to yeah, and then you're saving money. 
yes. not shooting that much more. There you go. And obviously that's not a good reason to stop shooting, but... <laughs> However, it is a reason. <laughs> well, it's like Winston, like what Winston Churchill always said about speeches, the shorter they are, the better. Like, the longer a speech is, the less person yep. had time to prepare for it or something. I don't know. Yep. But, like, it, it just seemed, like, really... It dragged on for too long. Agreed. So, how are we going to... Where, where do you guys want to... So... Because uh, there's, there's, well, there's still so I much was, stuff to unpack. I was going to just start off by, by kind of laying my thesis for this. Because I had another thing that I considered for my worst thing about this thesis. movie. But I think that the the... I'm See, telling you, he's gonna write the Deadpool two manifesto. That's correct. The by Tyler Marks. <laughs> In case you didn't get the joke. See, Deadpool two. I'm I'm aping off of your style. I'm I'm running the joke into the ground. Yeah. Um. Writing on this. Re- just wait a week, guys. We'll we'll have the extended episode of this podcast where it's just me saying nonsense over and over again for another half hour. Oh, you mean like every week? <laughs> <laughs> The um, the problem I have Star with this movie Wars, that the Last Jedi is a movie. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact that it, if it wasn't for that entire convoy parachute sequence, um, then this would be my worst thing as an overall philosophical thing. But that thing I think actually actively makes the movie much worse than it is, um, or much worse than it could have been. Um, but. If that wasn't a thing, my worst thing about this movie would be the fact that it is the movie equivalent of the high school dropout who tells you that if he had tried, he would have made all A's. Like, this movie does... For a movie that uses the the joke maximum effort quite a bit, this movie does the bare minimum so much. And it's in in the plot and its jokes, I mean, the entire That's plot... That's just lazy writing. Yes, exactly. He says... That's just lazy writing, and it's like... And that would be fine you're if right. the rest of the, the script was really well done, and it's like, yeah, oh, it's you smart. get the one freebie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just a ton of stuff like that where it's like, don't you get it? We're making a joke about the superhero genre. We're not telling you anything about the genre. We're not enlightening. We're not, we're not kind of making you laugh harder about it. We're just making you laugh because we say, look, this is a thing another superhero movie did, or this is a, yeah. a pop culture reference. And, and like I said, my best thing was sort of those types of gags, particularly with the superhero stuff. But even like, oh, you're so dark. What are you, from the DC universe? Yeah, but what about that? Have yes. a joke that kind of explains why the DC movies are not that good. It's not just that they're dark, it's that they're way too self-serious. You know what would have been an excellent gag off of that? If Deadpool or Cable smashes somebody over the head with a toilet in that sequence. <laughs> and you had like, e- you had eerily similar music, like it's doing yes, the Batman thing. Exactly. Like, dun, 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 dun. Um, no. <laughs> I don't want it. it. It hits too close to home for Joseph. <laughs> He That's still wakes up every night screaming, Martha! Creative. Don't state the thing that you laughed at in the other movie. Do something with the other movie that will make you laugh again and look at it in a new light and see, oh yeah, that is pretty silly that you, that, that movie did that or whatever. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like there's a lot of that in this movie that I, especially the second time around when I, the, 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 the not like the shock value, but the the unexpected jokes didn't catch me as much. Where it was like I already knew what was coming, so it was like, oh, this really is a lot of references and a lot of just kind of oh, here's a here's a thing we're gonna say it, moving on. 
agree to a certain extent. I still feel like a there lot are of some the really jokes good jokes. Really, there are some. I'm not. I'm not going to deny there aren't. Well, I'm just saying that there there are a ton of references that are just references and not much beyond that. No, you're right, and that's the difficult tightrope you have to walk with a comedy. Sure, where it's like, how well are these jokes going to age on repeat the, viewings? The McFarland Meridian, if you will. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Continue. Interesting. Uh, but no, uh, Seth MacFarlane. People constantly rag on him for how much, like, yeah, his his well, no, humor is references. Out. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's the same kind of idea there. It's like that time on Star Trek, and then they just do a little bit from Star Trek, yes. and then it's like, what does this have to do with the plot? <laughs> Joseph, you look like you had a thought. Do you think the Thanos thing is going to hold up? Probably. It is interesting. A lot of them feel like they were done last minute. Like, yes. uh, he calls Dopinder Brown Panther. I'm like, they had to have quickly added that in after Black Panther was so successful, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, there were the little fa- bits like The Thanos like thing is just like... It's just, he calls him Thanos. It's the same thing with the John Connor thing. It's like, he just calls him Thanos. Like, that's not... There's not a joke. Well, it's it's kind of like what like Alex Apo- said. Apologies if I'm gonna make some noise. I have to plug in the charger for my laptop. Joseph, continue. What have you done? Well, uh, one thing Alex pointed out. So I, I don't want to take credit for this. If you do think it's funny, and if you don't, then it's Alex's fault. Um, <laughs> Undoubtedly. Well, one thing he pointed out was that it should have been all of them. Like, like it's whenever they leave the taxi, and it's. All four of them walking, but then suddenly Deadpool disappears, and they're like looking around, and then suddenly Cable looks down, and he's drawing the Infinity Gauntlet on his arm. That would be, and he has like cheap five dollar Crayola markers, and he's trying to draw the Infinity Gems on the metal arm. I feel like that's an example of what you're trying to say, Tyler. Right? Yeah. Like actually making. Well, well, maybe if I actually draw them, you know, we we can believe or some terrible. You can do something. Yeah. You can make it funny. <laughs> and then, Maybe, like, the, <laughs> it's, it, what, I can't remember what movie it was that you said this. It was like, try harder. I don't remember. I, I, I feel Maybe, like... That might have been Half-Blood Prince. Okay. It wasn't earlier than that. I don't know. Isn't that line from Prometheus? Isn't that... Yeah, yeah, because that's what old Wayland tells uh, Michael Fassbender. And then Charlie Theron's asking him, she's like, what did he say? Try harder. <laughs> I don't think I was making that reference when I said that. Anyway, um, I was going to say... Well, now we, we've made a Prometheus reference, so... How dare you? 20th Century uh, Fox, where's my check? <laughs> um, another movie, uh, Alien Covenant, where a character dies off screen that we cared about in the last one. You're totally right! It's a Fox thing! They do this all the time! <laughs> what does the Fox say? Your favorite characters are dead. <laughs> X-Men 2 to X-Men 3, Nightcrawler is nowhere to be found. Yep. It's a repeated pattern. That's it's all because, I'm saying. It's because his White House sequence was not the coolest scene ever. What were we talking about? Um, about the how dubstep this movie thing. Just didn't try. Yeah, because the, we the dubstep about how thing. This movie didn't try, and I think it's because they thought that de- the the Deadpool brand itself would carry the movie. Yes, and that Ryan Reynolds would carry the movie. And I mean, like by all accounts, they were successful. I mean, it's, I isn't it the highest earning R movie now? I think so. 
Um, I love the repeated joke about how Passion of the Christ is yeah. like, they beat us domestically, but not internationally, because religion's not real. <laughs> or, you know, because like yeah, they, religion's not real outside of, or uh, over there. Yeah, and there's there's a great bit where um or like a really subtle joke I did not catch the first time where he says something like, "Suck it, Mel Gibson." No, after it's whenever he turns his head back around. And yeah, he says, yeah, Suck like and yeah. they say, they say I don't I'm not facing real pain pain or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, but um, the dubstep thing is already dated. Like, that's that, that's another I joke. Think that's where... the idea. But, because uh, but even at, even at that point, like even back when when did this movie come out? Like, wasn't it May? May? Yeah. 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 At that point, I'm pretty sure dubstep was pretty dated too. That's what I'm saying. Is that it's it's like that didn't make me laugh in the theater. Like none of those jokes did because it's it's nope. We've already driven into the ground the fact that dubstep was funny for a while and a funny thing to make fun of. And now you're not, again, they're not doing anything with that. They're just kind of. It almost felt like a relic from the original Deadpool script exactly. that was on ice for several years. Yeah, that's very possible. <laughs> or maybe um, they just knew it'd be something that annoyed Tyler. That's very possible as well. You know, the, the top critic on, <laughs> on iTunes podcasts. Suck it, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, okay. Continue. What? So, where do we want to go next? Um, <laughs> what? Do we want to address the action scenes? Because David Leach, director of, or at least co-director of the first two John Wick movies. Mm-hmm. And maybe... The guy who killed John Wick's dog. As... Did he do Atomic Blonde? It... Sounds right. Maybe. Okay. Um... I found the action scenes shockingly mediocre for see- most of this. The effects are not great most of the time. The Colossus Juggernaut fight is kind of awful. Uh, this is me. The, this is my third worst thing. Oh my god. Say what you will about <laughs> X-Men 3. It is a worse movie than this, and I'm not going to argue otherwise. Juggernaut However, did Juggernaut things. Juggernaut ran through some crap. He ran after some people. He said, you can't stop me, I'm the Juggernaut. <laughs> he, he said some other things. But... <laughs> he said some other things. This Juggernaut... And I'm looks... the Juggernaut female dog. <laughs> this Juggernaut looks ten times better than the Juggernaut from X-Men 3. He That's does not run at anything. He jogs up to Deadpool and then tears him... He doesn't smash Deadpool away. He doesn't smash Colossus. He, he gets in a fist fight with Colossus. I will what say, are you doing? I will say I love the bit where he just rips Deadpool in half because that is pretty great. Whoa! But I thought I saw that and I laughed at it and I was like, "That's a great thing. That's a really funny, you like, like horrifying." Because it's yeah. it's funny to see Deadpool get horribly tortured because we know he's fine and that's yeah. his character, and so that's great. But I assumed I was like, "Okay, we're gonna get Juggernaut running at some stuff later in the movie," and then he doesn't. I don't really care that much about Juggernaut running at stuff, to be honest. Um, Juggernaut first... does isn't one it, thing, and it's that, that yeah, you can't I, stop I was, him. I was going to ask. That like, is his I, power. I, I, haven't, I, get, I haven't read guys, that many many X Men comics. Guys, I was going to ask. Isn't that kind of Juggernaut's thing? I don't. Joseph, there is no place for guys, rationality guys, here. He's the, he's the unstoppable object, right? Guys, Correct. I don't give a crap about X-Men comics. I give a crap about <laughs> Spider-Man comics. Oh, and the look, first what's time the most he famous... Appeared, hey, the first time he appeared in that, he walked the entire time. Okay, okay, okay. The comic sucked. 
So, so <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm gone. I'm leaving. <laughs> so, you're right. He does walk in that. However, the plot of the comic is Spider-Man's trying to stop the Juggernaut. It's called Nobody Can Stop the Juggernaut. I know, but he's walking. He's not running. Okay, so have Juggernaut walk through some stuff. <laughs> My points, stands, And this infuriates me far more than it should, but I think the design for him looks really good. It's terrifying and intimidating, and it's, it's I love that they build him up as this big monster. But then I don't, he just, I don't like, think the, the CG budget's good enough to sustain him, though. True, true. But then, so don't show him as much until you have a scene where he maybe somebody tries to stop well, him. I don't know. It's weird how this movie feels on a relatively similar scale to the first one but at the same time it it does feel a bit too big for its britches yeah that makes any sense well that's what i'm saying is the plot is really boring <laughs> yeah it's it's very because it's either, there's nothing it's either super hollow or it's generic well, yes. like we, we were take all, your pick we were all kind of messaging around about the the movie beforehand about like how well like tyler didn't really even want to take the time to try to find this cut to watch it i and to be honest to be perfectly honest really i wasn't really like looking forward to uh to watching this yeah now this may date the podcast but uh marvel oh, cause spider because we, we've never done that before Mar- marvel <laughs> uh, spider-man about that. came out today yeah. yeah and uh yeah i was definitely looking much more towards that can we do other marvel things iron fist season two came out today <laughs> That's going to date the podcast. Everybody's going to remember the day Ed- or Iron Fist Season 2 came out. Hey, you never know. You never know. That's correct. Um, uh, I saw a billboard that had just the Iron Fist symbol in neon <laughs> with the date. No Netflix, no Marvel, no incredible. Iron Fist they, they title. Think, they think way too much of themselves. Who outside of me is going to know what that is you, who you, outside if, of me is going to watch all of that in one night if you, if you think, what do you think i'm going to be doing right after we're done here the only two that you can maybe get away with like and maybe like daredevil even though he's probably the more popular out of all the shows besides yeah. like maybe jessica jones yeah you could probably get away with that because it's a well-known symbol and then punisher for sure yeah you yeah. could get away with well at I least think. Put Netflix on there. At least yeah. pe- let people know where they can find it. Just an Iron Fist symbol, that tells people nothing. Yeah. No. <laughs> Anyways, that wasn't in this movie. Let's talk about the action <laughs> scenes. The, the, all, all I was trying to say is that I don't think really any of us were looking forward to watching this again. Not that it's bad. Mm-hmm. Just right. that it's not like... No, it's, it's not a- like Infinity War, which I've burned to a crisp after keeping it on repeat in my house <laughs> yeah it, it's not the same as the last few harry potter movies where it's just like been draining me emotionally yeah yeah uh this one i, I still had a good time with uh i was kind of surprised it subverted my expectations in that way um but re- regarding the action scenes i think ironically the convoy chase and then the opening bit where he's fighting all the the yakuza guys in in like the bathhouse or whatever i think those are the only two really good action sequences yeah. everything else is just very mediocre there's not like really awesome one takes out outside yeah. of that the, that yakuza fight which yeah. is there's, there's nothing special not? about i i believe so and that's there, another weird editing thing in this where the music what what is the music that's playing the rest of that montage 
there's another song that's playing. I can't remember. And then pauses for that fight scene in the bathtubs yeah. for and like a, a change. weird. Um, yeah, a weird like angelic oh. thing, and then starts back up two minutes later, which is like, I guess they're just putting everything in this cut. It, which well, is it fine, almost but... it almost feels like temp music. Like, oh, we just need something here to get a flow for the scene. Yes. We'll come back to it and like fill it in with with the real music later. Yeah, exactly. I do love the bit where he gets shot in the eyes. Like, guys, time out, time out, time out! I just got shot in the eye, and he's trying to put water in his eyes. It's healing. I I thought that was great. Yeah. Um. And even then. With a lot of the action scenes, and really throughout the movie, I noticed a lot of sped up footage. And I know, once again, I'm going to be that nitpicky guy, because a lot of people don't even notice that. But even, like, when they're, the baby leg scene, where they're like, oh, Cable's here, isn't he? There's a shot where it's, it's uh, blind out and Wade, they pull out their guns, pans over to everybody else pulling out their guns, and, and then all... it pans, pans over to Cable. It's all sped up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. that really screams it's to me not... as... Oh, we're lazy. We don't want to come up with a more clever way to edit this. Just speed up the footage to make it more well, exciting. It could, like, it, I feel like there's a good camera trick to do a quick take. Like, I feel like I've seen it before where it's not sped up footage. Yeah. Or at least that it looks good and I can't tell. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and maybe it's just me because I know a lot of people don't really care about that. And especially with like Mad Max Fury Road, everybody says that's like the greatest action movie ever made. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really good. But there's a lot of sped up footage and it really bothers me. So I don't know if everybody else feels the same way that I do about that when they notice it. But that that bugs me. And I noticed that in a lot of small little well, uh, bits throughout the action sequences. Yeah. And to me, Mad Max, that's a stylistic choice. That's not... It's this, very this, Yeah. yeah it's that, very that's, clear that's, that's what right. he's going for. That's not like, oh, we're trying to make the action look real. It's we're trying to make the action look weird almost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of other movies do that where it's just, they're trying to cut corners. But then uh, there's also the opening montage, which has the Yakuza fight, which is weird that that's a montage, but that's like a full scene in and of itself. Yeah. That was strange. The editing's just weird. The pacing's off. Yes. Um, and then there's the awesome slow motion bit of the one guy running away as Deadpool's just murdering everyone in sight. And then mm-hmm. he's like, oh, the guy that just ran past is on fire. Yeah, we actually lit a dude on fire yeah, for that's this. That's not CG. That, that's, that was all great. Yeah. And and like uh, and that's actually the part where he starts talking about it being a family movie. Yeah. It's kind of like how in the previous one where he has... Um, it actually wasn't Ajax. It was just one of the random mm-hmm. henchmen up on a shish kebab, if you will, with yeah. these two... Mm-hmm. but that like like you said that first section was a lot of fun yeah Why couldn't mm-hmm. they keep doing that yeah and it's not even like I, I remember us reviewing Deadpool it's not like we were super high on a lot of the action sequences yeah. in that but I didn't I don't know I feel like this one maybe it's just the director maybe it's just because it's one of the John Wick guys I had higher expectations for the action sequences in them, of themselves now the first movie of course Tim Miller very competent director yeah I'm excited to see the, the next Terminator movie I don't know about anybody else but I'm excited to see it um, don't do this to yourself mostly because it's him and then James Cameron's coming back to, and he helped with the story apparently right. although this is post Titanic James Cameron so I'm probably not going to like it at all um right. Jimmy Cameron. Jimmy Cameron. Good old Jimmy Cameron. <laughs> um, Jimmy, I'm the king of the world, Cameron. Uh, Correct. But the action scenes in that were competent. Here in places, I'm like, this is just not very well edited, is it? I don't know. 
Well, they depended a lot on slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> later on, like especially like even in the even like in the big long what's it called the caravan the truck whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it um a lot of that was slow motion and didn't really get to see a lot it was a lot of quick cuts mm-hmm. i don't know nothing really all that exciting except for the one gag where he was doing the the uh wade wilson from the Oh, that's one of the yeah, guys yeah, I forgot yeah. from my best thing where he slices the bullet yeah. like in X-Men Origins yeah. and then he tries to block all the other bullets and then he just gets shot. <laughs> Which is not <laughs> only a great, a great bullets reference. bullets must be a lot faster. Yeah. <laughs> Which I believe is a different line from what he says in the theatrical cut. Yeah. Right. Um, I can't remember what he says. It's not only a great a great thing, it's also just really funny. Like, it's not only a great reference, it's just like a funny joke in its own right. Which is... Well, also, I, I the whole thing with Black Tom Cassidy, where That's Cable, exactly what I was going Cable to say. shoots him and goes, You just shot Black Tom, you racist SOB! The and entire... then they carry that on as a That's gag exactly that goes through the rest of the movie. I love that gag. C- Cable and Deadpool. Deadpool's calling Cable racist throughout the movie is my favorite gag of the movie, I think. Well, uh, one of my favorite so, parts was actually when there's, whenever um, Cable and Domino are sitting in the back of the yes. cab. Yes. And he's like, if uh, if it was Cable's way or if you were driving, you'd be sitting in the back. She's like, I am sitting in the back. That's <laughs> great. And no, 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 the best part is the when he's dying, and he's like, Cable. I hope, I, I hope that one day will. I hope that our children will will judge each other not by the the color, color of our skin, skin, but the content of our character, or whatever. It's so good. And he's just rolling his eyes like, yeah. whatever. He's dying. Tyler, I'm sorry. I feel like you're trying to say something when I butted in. No, that, that well, was all. That was all I was trying to say. Was just like that is okay. definitely my favorite gag in the movie. I think that running gag. I really think we need to talk about Russell Cable and the villain of the piece, the evil <sighs> orphanage m- guy. Orphanage, maybe they're religious. I can't. I mean, they are kind of religious, yeah. but it's kind of What's nebulous. The line they keep he kind of comes across as like kind you, of a, um, a, a reverend striker type. Blessed mm-hmm. are the wicked who are healed by my hand. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's and it's the Essex Institute, which is Essex, um, Mister Sinister, is, right? Yeah, Mister Sinister, and that's all all that stuff. There um, was an after credit scene in X Men Apocalypse that made it seem like Essex was going to be a thing. Well, isn't X? Isn't do you remember Essex... when X Men Apocalypse was a movie and everybody yeah. thought, "Hey, this could yeah. be good." Now, isn't there like a TV show? Oh no, that they're doing probably. That, like it, it was like it's like a it's meant to be X Men related, but it's like kind of horror type. Well, I mean the New Mutants movie. Is that what you're talking about? No, no, I feel like, like I know what show. you're talking about, I'm and not it sure. has it has some people from Game of Thrones in it. Well, that's the movie does have people because Maisie Williams who plays. Maybe I'm getting them mixed up, but like one of them looks yeah. like. Well, it's they do. Have, I know what they, you're talking. They about. have that show on Fox right now, that's X Men related, right? Gifted, Isn't that what it's called. Yeah. Well, that's one thing, but there's another one like where it looks like they're. It almost looks like a. Um, Are you talking about Legion? No, I I I I feel Tyler, like I know think... what you're talking about, but I have no idea. Like, but, what it is. like at one point, there's, there's another X Men show. There's like yeah, a they person keep making in a washer. like all sorts of random stuff. Or a dryer Say that again. Or There's like a person in a dryer or something. It's like it actually it like I'm comes pretty, across. I'm pretty sure that is New Mutants. I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's a bit where they're walking like towards a set of dryers, and then there's like hands in the dryer, and it like sets on fire or something. That could be it. But like, is that meant to be Essex or probably uh, not? Because these X Men movies don't know how to keep a consistent universe together. Yeah. Dark Phoenix, you're my only hope. And by that I mean 
why am I putting my faith into anything anymore? It's never coming out. I just can't wait for Marvel <laughs> to trash all of this crap. See, you say that. They would have stopped reshoots by now. Well, no, I think what they're trying to do is just, in good faith, finish these projects that Fox started. I need them. I need Dark Phoenix. I don't care how good I or bad it is. What I need started. it. I, the complete, yes, the complete, I will go in there and edit it myself if need be, okay? It's probably, probably for the best. I'll go in there. See, well, you see the whole thing. I'll just have the whole audio on mute. I'll just have everything that they've ever shot, and it'll just be John Ottman's X-Men theme on a loop. <laughs> I'll get rave reviews. It'll be like 20 hours long, but I'll get rave reviews. <laughs> like, the score was so awesome. What a memorable theme. It was great editing. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it might be the New Mutants. I don't even know. Okay. Um... But yeah, that's that's kind of my piece on the action scenes. Um, and so, yeah, we we kind of moved into the the cable we, uh, Russell stuff. You you well, can tell, audi- dear audience, that we don't want to talk about this because it's boring. <laughs> well, Russell's just not interesting, and I they, I don't really know why that is. It's because well, it's because he's unlikable. It's because he's kind of an idiot. Um, well, I and think it's like, he, okay, he we can, get the- he's endearing to some extent. It's just. They don't really give us any moments where we're like, hey, we like this kid. He He's done something that's made us kind of um, understand more where he's coming from. He's he's just generally kind of like, he doesn't really learn anything. Cause, and that's, kind of, I guess, the problem is that it's okay to have a character like that. And we would probably find him really entertaining if he was just a comedic side character. But he's the focus of the movie, and he's supposed to have this big arc. Yeah. And it's like, we don't get any of that because he never changes. And he well, never and, has a moment that we makes us give him sympathy. Well, all of his humor is either to A, be an idiot, or B, be a jerk to the main characters. Yes. So he he's either like, oh, I'm going to shank the first, the biggest guy in the room. And it's like, you're, 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 a, an you're a moron. What yeah. are you, you're a little kid. Like, you're just or the, like the dumbest. Or, or like the legs thing. Where, um... Or he's like, oh what, yeah, what yeah. Is, what does Juggernaut have that I don't? And, and, and he's you like, better don't say legs. You better not say legs. And he does gives he flips him off, and he's like, well, legs. After, after doing like the the, the yeah, the it's pretty, it's pretty good. Thing. Pretty good but then guy. he does the weird mime thing on the rope, and I'm like, where did this come from? <laughs> I kind of I kind of like it a lot. If, if I had to have another worst thing, it'd probably be him. I didn't really like him. Well, it's not even like the actor's. It's not the actor's fault no. at all. No, I'm just saying the character because he has nothing to do. Yeah. Exactly. When which is a problem when he's supposed to be the point of the movie. <laughs> yeah, and 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 like it. It seems like they're starting to go somewhere with criticizing superhero movies. Like I said, when he started, mm-hmm. he's like, you, you never see a plus size superhero. Uh, yeah. a, the the industry discriminates or whatever. Which, which, which you, you had an interesting which thought. I dispute. Plus size is a very misleading thing. I mean, the Hulk, come on. He's got to be wearing like a 32XL. Uh, now, if you said... Thor's wearing like a 5XL. Let's let's be serious sure. here. Well, yes, the real, like the comic book Thor, yes. Bring me a bigger shirt! Yeah, pretty, bring me another. I don't know. But like, when it, when it comes... So what I think he's trying then to the say... The Avengers music blares as the, as the the assistant just off to the side. The, the production assistant just hands him like a 5XL shirt. <laughs> as he tears it again. As he tears it again. But it's like... Now, I, this is obviously going to be another... I, I'm here only to say controversial things. I hate the word That's the only reason size. we bring you on. I hate the word plus size. Or the phrase plus it size. It really grinds your gears. It grinds my gears. <laughs> Just say fat. I'm sorry, but just say fat. 
for uh, the audience. You know, you know, I've been great. Okay. Joseph is uh, Joseph is actually three hundred pounds. He's very very touchy about the subject. <laughs> yes, I am <laughs> quite quite plus sized. Um, but here's the thing: I'm I'm going to completely bypass all this. That's fine. Another <laughs> point where you can really hammer it home. If he went, you know, the only other fat mutant or superhero you've seen around, Blob. And make a joke about the Blob's film appearances and how the first time he was a skinny guy who got fat and that was the joke. And then the second time he gets killed by an angel and we're not even 100% sure that it's actually Blob. <laughs> yeah, that'd, be, make, that'd be pretty good if he... jokes! That'd be pretty good if he Do actually it. like it described the movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and it's just like a, a, t- and, a two minute and sequence it, of and it. Did, and if it's like... If it's like a subtle thing where Russell like makes fourth wall breaks, but he doesn't realize it, and Deadpool's just like, oh, that would be great. Wait, he can do that too. That would and be great like if the entire spirit. The entire it's movie. almost like the movie's trying to build a relationship between the two that of would them. Be, that would be excellent if if Russell sees Deadpool at the beginning and he's like, "Hey, I saw your movie," and, and Deadpool's like. How? But, but what, he like, does like, like that, that the, back and forth, like with the sound effect, yeah. like and he, looking and he, at him, and he, looking at the camera, and he even pulls out his ticket and hands it to him. <laughs> like, like if he is the worst kind of Deadpool fan, where it's like Jimmy Chongas, oh my gosh, fourth wall breaking, like oh, that you would totally be could have done a whole diatribe on on the weird fake fandom <laughs> that. That characters like Deadpool and Harley Quinn have attracted. Oh my gosh. Where it's all about the image and all about the fourth wall breaks or the jokes. And mm-hmm. it's not actually about what the character yeah. is about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just the, the look. They could have done all... Russell should have been a fanboy. That would have been excellent. That would... We fixed the movie Well, again. then again. Then again, that would have been... That could have potentially, if they had kept with He Turns Evil, that could have turned into a Syndrome from Incredible situation. Is there a problem with that? <laughs> In terms of ripping off things, that's all I'm saying. I yeah, mean, this, no, that's I mean that that plot's been used already in Iron Man three. I am so upset that that's not the angle they went with. I, I am so upset about that. Now. I, I, there's a reason I keep saying there are things that I would want to change about this movie because it's not a movie that like I didn't care about rewriting this movie before. There now are I so do. many little things they could have done to make this so effective, and I it's it's not a case of like. Oh, you know they they just completely miss the mark, and it, it, it doesn't. Fe- but it's also not really a case where it's like, oh, they're just right there. It's a yeah. case where it's like, it doesn't feel like you put a lot of effort into the script. Tyler, I think we're ready. Give give us your your fan okay. fiction. <laughs> so, and and I I don't have like a definitive like here's my concrete plan for fixing Deadpool, um, but there are a lot of things I think you could change. First of all. Um, if you're going to kill off Vanessa, I think you need to make the plot of this something to do with the fact that, that Vanessa dies and Cable comes specifically to recruit Deadpool and says, hey, if you help me do a thing, which is something to do with Russell, if you help me do a thing, I will let you go back in time to save your wife. And the entire arc of the movie is Deadpool seemingly realizing that, like, time is, is a thing that's, like... like Maturing and realizing that he needs to learn and to accept his consequence, the consequences of his actions. Um, I feel like it'd be really nice if you did a whole thing where, because I thought they were going to do this in the movie itself, where when Deadpool is standing off with Russell at the very end, and then he eventually jumps in front of him to to 
sacrifice himself for the minister dude. I feel right. like it would have been a lot more in character and would have worked a lot better if Deadpool had shot the minister before Russell had the chance. I thought that's where that was going to go, is that he was going to be like... Well, similar he tries to, to like convince... Batman Forever, how instead of letting Robin kill Two-Face, Batman kind of tricks Two-Face into yeah. killing, getting himself killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, same throw, kind of, he throws up like, all the coins to get Two-Face confused and he falls off the edge. And it's sort of like a thing, if you make that a thing... You, give, it, you give Robin the satisfaction or you give Russell the satisfaction without actually having him cross that line. Yes. Right. Because he it's get the taste for killing the exactly. cable, so where he's going to get yes, exactly. Because it's and the and the whole point would be, especially if you did something where, and you could leave the movie intact as far as the way the way Vanessa dies, but then have that be a thing where, um, he is ex- extremely remorseful because it was his fault because he led these people to her, and that and so he decides he's like, I'm giving it up, and then. Maybe I mean the, the, these are a couple different ideas bouncing around. I don't think they would all work in one script. But if you had something where it's it's he's he's trying to give it up, but but Cable's offer off, also offering him this chance to save Vanessa, and he's trying to both help Cable and also trying to get out of the game. Like he's he doesn't want to to kill anybody anymore. He's trying to to, to turn clean or whatever, um, break good, I guess. And then um, oh my god. <laughs> That was it, so terrible. I agree. And then he, uh, the 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 finale is he he kind of accepts that that's who he is, but that he by doing that he can keep the blood off of the hands of people who who are innocent and don't like they haven't had the chance to kind of make the choice that he, choices that he's made. Um, and I feel like that'd be really effective. I, I, I think I the death scene just does not really work at all. Um, the the entire death scene as it stands, where it's like it's the collar is there, and then in the one version they figure out, oh, we can get the collar off. Like they don't think of that in the other version. I don't know what I'm supposed to make of any of that to for him to to. It really feels like they're they're just trying to stretch for the emotional moment of exactly. Oh, it's it's the coin. It's yes. it's from 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 uh, Vanessa from Vanessa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's from their first date. Whatever protects yeah. it, protects his heart. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I don't think any of that really works at all, especially if you're not going to have them die. Uh, so I feel like that'd be more more effective emotional punch. And then if you have it be like Cape or Deadpool's matured, he understands who he is. He understands about consequences. The entire movie's been about consequence. And then Cable's like, well, Deadpool. Uh, I, I'm gonna give you this this time jump thing, but I bet you're not gonna use it anymore, right? And Deadpool's like, "Are you kidding? Of course I'm gonna go." And then he goes back, and then he saves Vanessa, and yeah. that's in the movie. Because for one, why would you have him go save her in the in credits? Because I get that it's a nice bit, but also like that's the plot of the movie. And what are you trying to tell me about anything right now? Um, yeah. But two, I think that'd be a really fun thing. That'd be very in character if that's his his response. I got a thing. Yeah, just well, better editing. The final scene of the movie should be. Um, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, who is horribly underutilized in this movie. Yes, mm-hmm. both her and Yukio. Yukio, <laughs> yes. you can't remember. Yukio. That's a great. That's a great running like gag with, with just hi Wade. CK. Yeah. I hi Wade. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, they're horribly underutilized. Oh. And Negasonic Teenage Warhead was one of everyone's favorite things from mm-hmm. the first movie. Why would you not bring back more? Mm-hmm. Um. So the final scene of the movie it, it you know fades to black after they 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 walk away as a family or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, although it's weird that 
Negasonic Teenage Warhead and Yukio are not there for that final shot. They're just like, yeah, we're going to go take care of the kids and get them on the yeah. jet. Meanwhile, Colossus just keeps walking with them. Anyway, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie's weird. Uh, but then it cuts to they're at the X-Mansion. The scene plays out pretty much the same where they fix the time travel device and give it to Deadpool. And they're like, oh, God, what have we done? And Deadpool, like, Daryl writes, he's like, oh, I actually did the right thing. I did, you know. And, like, it makes it sound like, oh, it's actually a neat, tidy, very very loving ending yeah and then it plays a little bit of the credits and he's like hold on did you think that was all i was going to do come on you got to expect a little bit more from me and then it does all the other stuff like play with it a little bit more Mm -hmm. i don't know also it makes no sense just i know x-men movies continuity none of this makes any sense but just the fact that he butterfly effect wise with time travel he saves Vanessa, but then he goes forward and the X-Force stuff still happens? None of that makes sense. Yeah. I know it doesn't matter. It's Deadpool. Who cares? But once again, the first movie did not break its own rules like that. Alex, right. Don't worry about it. I know I'm not supposed to worry. <laughs> I know. But I can't help but doing that when the movie's trying to ask me to care at least a little bit. Well, I think that's the reason they threw it in at the end credits, because they don't want you to care that much. <laughs> that's that's true, but the emotional arc of the movie is the stuff with Vanessa, and so that I, I get you can't what have it all for. hinge on that and then do that yeah. reverse and be like, yes, the end credits, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, technically him killing himself back in 2008 doesn't really allow for any of this to happen either, but we were all pretty... Darn but but again, that's that. that's not that's <laughs> that's, the, that's not the a plot of the movie. Wall break that is yes. not happening within this story. So yes. it's also they very distinctly separated Ryan Reynolds from Deadpool. So yeah. Also, just side note, Ryan Reynolds, the way he looks at the script and then just says "excellent" or whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. like, that, that is just wonderful. Um, but I was gonna say, uh, so so continuing on, going back to that parachute scene, um. Another issue, I think, or I think a way that you could have fixed a lot of the emotional the emotional connection to this, um, and the fact that it kind of turns Deadpool into he's already a psychopath, but now it turns him into a psychopath that we can't really like. Um, Matt Damon and Alan Tudyk are in this movie. They have a cameo. I know you guys have talked about this. You like their cameo. Their cameo is fine. It's a funny little cameo. However, he, he does a whole speech on toilet paper and how it's unsatisfactory, and sure. I think it's hilarious. And how wipes are better. And how it's, wipes are better. It's a funny little thing. However, it would have been excellent if you had Matt Damon, um, Alan, Tudyk. Alan Tudyk, Terry Crews, and then maybe you get one more guy. I, I don't know if I've replaced everyone I, correctly. I, I you mean Brad like, Pitt. Well, I mean, obviously Brad Pitt is there, but like I kind of like Skarsgård in there. But no, no, no. I'm saying so. What I'm going for is you get a group of just like super famous actors. You put them, you plaster them over the marketing. Just get Clooney in there too. Hugh Clooney, Jackman. Clooney no, would Hugh, be, no, 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 no. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Maybe both. Both would be nice, but both. either of those would be spectacular. Get the entire cast of Ocean's Thirteen. No, no. I was, I was no, no, I was going to say, um, Brad Pitt should be there as the invisible guy but George Clooney Matt Damon and him are all standing together like they're auditioning for X-Force <laughs> together and to, and like you make it sound like they are the characters from the Oceans movies like with their background <laughs> and stuff but you never actually say it yeah yeah. like um, maybe Deadpool's calling um, George Clooney's character Mr. O or something yeah, yeah. and then he tries to correct him to Frank but he's like eh, Mr. O <laughs> 
And so that's what I'm saying is you you get these these fan- I mean obviously Clooney's a little far, but Jackman should have been very possible. Um and you get these guys and you plaster them over the marketing. And um, maybe like maybe Hugh Jackman's just the actor Hugh Jackman and you see <laughs> No no and like on the plane Deadpool's trying to hand him these Wolverine wigs. <laughs> It's Hugh Jackman, the actor, but they make him wear the Wolverine suit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But they make him wear the yellow and blue costume. Yes, yes, yes. exactly. That. <laughs> with the suit that you got teased with in, um, in the Wolverine yes. at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so anyway... This you, movie you, disappoints me to no end! You do this... You I'm not, not going to fail it. That's not fair. Completely rewriting no, 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 the no. movie. This is not taking the movie on its own terms. No. no. But, but it is horribly disappointing because yeah. these ideas are great. Um, and so if you do all that and then you you, you make everyone believe they're going to be a part of the movie and you're like, this is a really big, good cast. How did, how, like, how did this happen? And then you, you, you get to that point in the movie and then they all get horribly murdered. And then Deadpool makes a cracks a cracks a joke about like man our budget just went way down like you just like like th- yeah. that would be such a, a good way to get that joke that get that really hilarious joke I think it'd be even funnier if you're killing off these famous actors also side note Brad Pitt's appearance is not nearly long enough to like it's a weird it's a weird shot yeah. like I know he's getting well, like a lot or whatever of people don't even notice it exactly. Like it's it's very odd the way it's filmed and the way it's pre- like it should be like a very clear focus of like I don't know I I don't even know how you shoot that differently maybe you don't have him get killed on the wire maybe maybe something else happens to him but like or maybe you hold the shot for a little bit longer yeah like something it's it does not go long enough and it's not clear enough of a shot to pick that up right away um, but if you do that and then they all get murdered and it's hilarious because it's Matt Damon and. Hugh Jackman or whatever. like it's people that I'm just imagining Hugh Jackman in the Wolverine costume trying to pull George Clooney out of the 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 whatever the <laughs> the wood chipper the wood chipper and he's going X Force we're X Force <laughs> and then it, and then he gets disintegrated that would have been glorious see, I like to think and Hugh then you Jack- can still have see, the bit where Deadpool comes back and he's like Hugh Hugh go home <laughs> yeah. We'll need you later. See, I like the idea of him handing him like fake claws, and then he can't pull the chute, <laughs> or he cuts the chute. Tears and he pulls the chute up, and then he's like, "Oh, that would be great." How do they not do that? How do they not have one of the it's characters? Too much money. No, no, no. I'm saying, how do they not have one of the characters dressed? The chute doesn't work. No, just the chute oh. doesn't work. Oh, why was that not one of the things they that's thought too of? Cheap. I don't know. That'd I will say, I do like how they set up a couple of times that the wind is bad. Like, yeah. they set that up yeah. ahead of time as a gag. I like that. <clears throat> sure. But, anyway, my whole point is, you do all that, that'd be really hilarious, especially people are coming in, like, expecting these guys to be part of the movie, and then they just get horribly murdered. They're famous actors, you don't really have an emotional connection to them. You them all over those posters yes. and marketing yes. materials. Like, you kind of have, like, this this Avengers lineup behind. Exactly. I, need, I need a solo poster for Deadpool 2 of Hugh Jackman in a Wolverine yellow and blue costume. <laughs> I need that poster. And you don't reveal that it's Hugh Jackman, the actor, until the movie. Like, you think it's just they finally got Wolverine. You think Wolverine's yeah, finally yeah. going to be in his suit in a Deadpool movie. Yes. They should oh. also have somebody in a Spider-Man costume. <laughs> and it's... And it's, <laughs> and it's Andrew Garfield. <laughs> no, no, no. Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. <laughs> you can pack Tobey Maguire. Toby's the one that he sends, that he goes back in time to save. That, that's <laughs> Toby. Go. You need to go. 
Just run away. X-Force isn't real. Well, I, I guess this is... X-Force pretty... is just an excuse for Fox to keep Josh Brolin employed. This is, this is, this is pretty, uh, pretty scary. I guess I should go. He just starts crying. He just starts crying. <laughs> Continue. Oh, God. I realize most of this is far too ridiculous for them never to, but I think there's a lot... There, there's a point to be made here in the fact that this movie is not as funny as it should be. Um, or as emotionally powerful. Well, it's just not an, as imaginative with the gags as it should be. Yes. Well, and... I will say they definitely caught lightning in a bottle with that mm-hmm. first one because mm-hmm. it's very creative. We did we've never seen something like that, so we had a lot of high expectations for the second movie. Yeah, but it is upsetting that it couldn't reach that same level. Yeah, yeah. If not exceed it. Well, even like with the first one, kind of going to your point, I wasn't like when we discussed it. I wasn't going, oh, they need they should have fixed this and this and this. I was kind of just like, I wish they'd bumped up the jokes in the third act, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Right, Otherwise, it, the movie's really good. I, remember, when we did our grade re- revisions, I upped my grade for the first one to yeah. a B plus. Yeah. Was that before or after this came out? That was... After. Because we went and saw Infinity War. Right. Around no, Infinity War is before this movie came out. Yeah, yeah that's what I was saying, it was before. Oh, okay. See what you're okay. Yeah. Like this was this movie was after that yes. review. Yeah. Okay. Um, fascinating. Tyler, continue with your your fanfiction. I mean, that's oh. go buy it and watch it. That's Just it. in time to listen to us talk about how wonderful it is. Coming Agreed. next week. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's Correctamundo. my. I mean, that's basically my. That was where it started for me. Was that 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 scene? I think you could have made a lot funnier. Made it make a lot make it a lot less like cruel on Deadpool's part to be that just like flippant. And then you make. I think you there's some really excellent gags you could pull out of that. Um, I think it'd be hilarious to screw everyone with the marketing on that. Um, and and I feel like that's something that very much of the filmmakers of the first one would really have wanted to do. And I, I think like I bet if if you presented this idea to Ryan Reynolds, he'd be like, "Oh my gosh, that's hilarious!" Like I love that because I I I think he's still very much got his heart in this thing. It's just I I think the the second time around they weren't quite as ready to like they, they were they were playing from ahead, and so they were getting conservative. <laughs> right. You can only stretch Ryan Reynolds so far. Well, yeah, because this this one he has a writing credit versus the first one, mm-hmm. so it's interesting. Yeah, did you have any more thoughts on on different things you would want to do? Well, he would probably. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to go ahead and bring this up for you because I'm going to be against it. The opening sequence. The yes. Opening yes. Oh, Thank you no. for reminding me. I don't want to be a part of this You're conversation. Well, I mean, I'll just be the back and forth here. Let, okay. So just just to set this up, personally. I absolutely love the opening credit sequence because I had seen, like, before this was released, they actually kind of released um, this ad with Celine Dion mm-hmm. and a guy dancing in a Deadpool suit wearing heels. And it was hilarious. And I was like, I, I wonder how they're actually going to use this in the movie, if not just for the advertising. And then they go into this James Bond esque sequence with the Celine Dion song. And I think the song's actually pretty good, and I don't think either of these guys disagree with me. Mm-hmm. But then Tyler's going to discuss why it goes against that. I started laughing my, my off in the theater it's, over that. But 
the anyway. imagery the imagery in that that opening sequence is hilarious uh deadpool and and the the it's an excellent parody of the james bond openings i love i love the way they they've shot it the deadpool underneath the the shower of bullets and the sitting weird in the chair oh, it's great um however the song should not be good <laughs> i i mean i'm not i'm not disagreeing that the song is good however i am so upset that they did not get Adele to sing a parody of Skyfall going, Deadpool! <laughs> the entire... That would be... That was the best so impression of Adele that I've ever good. heard in I my agree. life. <laughs> See, See, here's I, the thing. That'd be hilarious I kept for waiting the first for... three goes, no, no, and then no, but... I think it'd just get annoying. No, no, I, th- I don't think you... I'm not saying you actually like repeat it every time. I'm saying if you build that up to where it sounds like a real song, and then that's the chorus that hits like right towards the end of that sequence... I think that would be amazing. And I kept waiting for that. I was like, so what's funny about this song? Like, why... why th- I just looked at the lyrics. There's nothing like... No. It's a normal no, it's song. No, it's just the song. It's a good song. It's just a normal song. And it's not... Like, and, honestly, if you played that in front of anybody else, like, she could probably do that at one of her concerts. Yes. And nobody you know, would bat an eye. You know what's weird? I was kind of giving it the benefit of the doubt, because I'm like, I'm sure there must be a little no. joke or two no. in there somewhere. There's... No, and even Is it I even a song that. she wrote for that? No, it's I, not. It's not written by her, or or that was written for the movie. I should. I say. assume so. I thought it was just a song. The album, like the album cover, is him doing the flash dance thing on the chair. Interesting. So like, it's made. It's made for the movie. <sighs> That's yeah. bizarre. It's, and like, it, and it's funny because in the in the video, it's like there's Ryan Reynolds saying, "Hey, S- Selena, we 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 got to do it again." And she's like, "Oh, was was I not good enough?" She's he's like, "No, you." That was like an eleven. You need to bring it down to like a five, because <laughs> like you said. And then Tyler was like, "Hey guys, you know how the song's at an eleven? You need to bring it down to a three. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and well, the reason that they're using Celine Dion is because she's Canadian, mm-hmm. and so have her sing. It doesn't have to be actually be Adele, but have she her sing should have the sang like the that. Canadian national anthem. <laughs> See, everyone knows that doesn't exist because Canada isn't a real country. Oh no, that's right, Joseph. <laughs> See, so far this on this podcast, the opinions hated... of Tyler and Joseph are not shared by Alex. <laughs> <laughs> See, in this podcast I've hated on fat people and on Canadians. Bring it on! <laughs> Even though in one episode I did say goodnight, Canada. That doesn't mean they're a country. That's true. <laughs> they are just northern Minnesota. They're not a place. They're a people, Tyler. <laughs> I'm just imagining a movie that where the plot of the movie is the plot of Thor Ragnarok with them them going off onto a, a spaceship, but it's just Canada, and, just it's, just, Canada. and it's Justin Bieber instead of Thor. <laughs> Do they also get intercepted by Thanos? Yes. Yeah, who's played by Seth Rogen? <laughs> Wait, is Drake Loki in this situation? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> uh, Celine Dion can be Hella. It all works. It's fine. Perfect. Wait, wait, wait. So who's gonna be who's gonna be Korg? I don't know. Quit thinking about it. <laughs> we gotta make this movie now. Korg can just be Taiko Atiti. I'm fine with that. But he's from New Zealand. Hey, man. You know what? I don't care. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> My point so, is that... Is that you're wrong, Tyler? This... It doesn't need to be the entire song is a parody, but it needs to be... I, I, I am still kind of flabbergasted at the fact that they didn't do some gag in the song. 
I don't really understand that at all. I think it would have been because I mean, that's, well, because they 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 like we said with the score where they have the chanting with the cursing, you know, yes. Juggernauts theme or whatever. Like they they're willing to do it. Mm-hmm. Just well, there's a, there's an X Force rap in the credits, and I don't know why they never use it. It's kind of terrible, and it's perfect. <laughs> well, <laughs> I I honestly think it's because they're trying to. It what like they already are okay. So one, they have the ridiculous imagery in the background. Two, they already have the credits, which are pretty ridiculous anyway. And this is all after Vanessa's death, so they're probably thinking a triple stack is probably too much, even though they already did the quadruple fake the, out with the deaths. My thing but is like, that the credits are already kind of redeeming that, there because the credits are being like, did they really just kill her? Um, and which two, which is rubbing salt in the wound for me. Right. So I'm saying yeah. I, I feel like they're trying to avoid just adding what one more layer of humor. What was the what was the song used at the intro to Deadpool during when the when it's the slow motion shot and and it's floating around you're seeing all the the visual gags there's like a Ryan Reynolds joke somewhere in there they're they're doing the credits thing and there's an, there's a song playing and it's actually like it's kind of like what I'm talking about where it's a it's a song that's really funny when you put it over that context I can't remember um I want to say that the Morning Angels song or whatever um that might be right. That sounds right. Um, and that's what—that's my point. Is that like that works? That that opening credit scene is is hilarious. And I, I, no. I think the 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 Deadpool imagery is really funny, but it does get stale as they repeat it. Yeah. Uh, Angel of the morning. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah, and it's and it's really funny. Good call. Yeah. Um, for once, I'm not the mu- uh, for once Alex is not the music guy. I mean, I'm not really the music guy. Yeah, he's the score guy. Yeah. 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 I've already said you can discount my my music uh, opinions based on certain things that I've mentioned enjoying <laughs> in the past. Hey, I don't think enjoying certain music discounts your ability to know music. Just discounts your credibility and like being a critic of it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So John Williams is the worst composer ever. That Last Jedi man, that is <laughs> rough. <laughs> the score yeah, just everything. <laughs> okay. I was like, don't, don't you, don't you be, don't you be talking down about my Williams, my man Williams. Moving on. <laughs> I have nothing else. So. Oh, that was it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Do we want to go ahead and move to grades? Do we have any final thoughts? I think I'd... we're probably good. Okay. I think I'm gonna give this a good old C minus. That's funny, because I'm also giving this a C-. Well, this is a historic day, gentlemen. <laughs> I actually agree with you. <laughs> C-. minus. I thought you were going to go on I really thought you were going to... With me of reasons as to why we were wrong, and then say, yeah, but I'm giving it a C-. <laughs> well, both of you are wrong in your own special ways. Our, our, our work may not be right, but we did happen to come upon come right you somehow came up with the right Right. answer right a physics teacher i looked at at your your chicken scratch and it was like yes a physics teacher would fail us because we did not do the math exactly exactly um i thought like the movie is not bad i enjoyed it the first time i went through but it was Mm -hmm. definitely a little disappointing Mm -hmm. and like i said earlier it's not something i want to go back and really watch again i have no desire to go watch it again see that's the thing I do feel like I, I can go back and watch this again. Well, it's not that I can't. It's just I'm not going to be telling people, like, when I see it on the shelf, ooh, let's watch that. Yeah. yeah. 
I'd rather watch I feel, the first one. I feel like this would be more of a thing where I'm, like, if I'm in the mood to watch, like, I'll watch both of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For, for me, the humor, for the most part, works. Like we said, it could be a, a, a good bit better, but I'm, I found myself consistently laughing on this last rewatch, and it was my third go-through of the movie, so I think that says something. Um, but yeah, just the emotional stuff just does not work at all, and yep. it worked for the first movie, and just every single de- decision that they made didn't work for me. Um, and then the action scenes were, like I said, were kind of a disappointment, especially with one of the John Wick guys directing. Yeah. I expected a, a good bit more, but I recommend the John Wick movies. Does that matter? No. Oh, okay. Considering <laughs> there's not a third one yet, we, we can't really. That's not our territory. Oh, okay. <laughs> we can't speak to those. Yeah. Sorry. Even though I recommended both Kick-Ass and Kingsman earlier. Eh, they're all the same. <laughs> um, it's also part of the series with first class so. <laughs> Matthew Vaughn should not do sequels uh, but yeah that's our so, review of Deadpool 2 you can so, find us online at herecomethesequels.blogspot.com you can find us through email at herecomethesequels at gmail.com and on twitter at hctsequels and then you can just go search on youtube and itunes and uh, we're, we're there for you yeah. so, always so you guys ready for next week gentlemen we get to do a good movie. We're watching I'm Infinity exci- War. I'm excited to watch it, not really to discuss it. Oh, I'm I'm so excited for I'm this. excited <laughs> to discuss it. I'm not going to have a, a least favorite thing. I actually will. but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mostly because I feel... I, I've mentioned this, this before. Might, th- I, I'm just worried that I'm, I'm going to be the downer of the group. I you mean, will. That, that's the, I mean, that's your <laughs> and job. I don't, and I don't want to be, because I really like, like Infinity War quite a bit. I think it's one of the best superhero movies ever made, but I still have problems with it. Well, I think... I mean, obviously it's not a perfect movie. There's definitely going to be issues with it that we're going to talk about, but mm-hmm. there is the fact that this is probably... I would say Tyler and I's favorite movie of recent Possibly. memory. This is, this is I think... And I, I need to watch it one more time to confirm, but I've seen it like three or four times. I need to watch it again, but I'm this might be my favorite movie ever made. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's funny because it, it's probably not like I would definitely and, not and say it, it's critically the best movie made. No, 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 no. like not objective. That would be Shawshank. I, I can you. get behind that. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. It's a but, great movie. I, I wouldn't or say. the first Godfather. I I could not make. I don't think second I can make the, the case that Infinity War is objectively I the greatest the first. movie. I prefer the second. We're ignoring you, Tyler. Continue. The greatest movie ever made. However. It is my favorite movie ever made, and that and you also come, Alex, come from not quite as much of a, a comics background as Joseph and I do. Like we we have a lot more, I think, it, you know, investment in the characters coming from all the of my investment movie. comes from the film series, exactly. Right. And so it's it's and also we're, we're coming from different films, films, which I think you'll appreciate of this one, even though they don't tell you anything. That's one thing I wanted to bring up <laughs> with Deadpool two, mm-hmm. excellent special features. You know why? Because they actually discussed their thought process when they were making the movie. Yeah. These, these Marvel Studios movies, they're little, <laughs> they're little thirty-second little documentaries. They want to call them. They're little featurettes. Featurettes. They're this this grind. Sycophantic suckups who <laughs> smile through your teeth at me as I pay twenty-five dollars for this Blu-ray. <laughs> they're, they're like 
they're just advertisements. Well, yeah. They're not actually telling me how they made the movie. It's just like, oh, for for Thanos, we wanted to find a really compelling actor to play the role. So we got Josh Brolin, and he was great. Here's footage <laughs> that you've already seen a thousand times, because, yeah, you've watched this movie. Oh, hey, move on to the next featurette, moron. Well, no, and it's funny that you, <laughs> to be honest with you, featurettes... Like the bon- like that bonus stuff is not going to get you anywhere with these. The the only real path you can really take is the uh, commentary track. Well, which is pr- which there's a precedent for for good documentaries and featurettes. Oh, I, I I am making fun of Last Jedi, even though overall I like that movie. Excellent documentary that Ryan Johnson put together about how he made the movie. Yeah. Excellent documentary. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it really gets candid with everybody's opinions as they walk as they go through that process. Lord of the Rings. What, probably the definitive example of how Correct. you put together behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. But at least with this movie, at this point, my expectations are super low because these Blu ray releases are always just the worst. At least they had the screenwriters, they had the director, they talked about the different writing choices that they made. Like, they got into what the movie's about, like what Wade's arc is and why they went and decided to kill Vanessa right. like they did. Like, they actually discuss how they put the darn thing together instead of just going yeah for the movie we we you know we wanted to hire people to do things so then we hired these great people and they did stuff and now here's footage of the movie that you already seen so what alex is trying to say is that it's hopeless for him to find a hole in this perfect movie that is infinity war correct um, as you mentioned we will find things to discuss there might be problems. However, we were ultimately ultimately decide that, that they, they don't matter. Relevant. And given the bonus that this is features, the can I retroactively give two towers an A plus? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> I'm glad you've that. seen the light, my friend. Yes. <laughs> I'm not. Did I even give two towers an A plus? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did Tyler, I give all three of them an A plus? Straight A plus. Yes. Okay. I think I did that mostly out of posterity, but I stand by it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. This They're is all obviously I mean, another discussion that we could probably have between ourselves. Correct. Oh, but... like we've never done that before. <laughs> this is, think, this is the part think... of the podcast when we just talk about whatever we want to talk about. Yeah, that's true. This is, at this point, most people have turned it off. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's really, and obviously like fairness is a weird term, but I don't think it's fair to say that The Two Towers is not an A-plus movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just because anyone else's opinion is objectively wrong. <laughs> Not subjectively. But I'm glad we can see this from the same point of view. <laughs> right. But 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 no, in all seriousness, I think the second one it gets a lot of praise, especially for Helm's Deep, because that is one of the better action set pieces ever, but it does have a lot going on or too much with other things that aren't as important right is, yeah. that, is that pretty much the main criticism yeah my, my, my main criticism is just most of the Mary Pippin stuff with with the tree beard right. and I it's, feel like that slows the pacing down which I think much. is actually part of the message for their part it's like it's it's grinding it's long it's anyway whatever all the matters which was my argument change your get a Sorry, you should change your grade I, to a it's, B. It's still in the A range, so that means it's still a really good movie. Then you might as well just give it a B. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm helping you out here. Just, just give it a B. B. You know, we know, at the, we know at you want to fail it. At this point, every single movie except for like, I don't know, Logan should get an F. Did you or did you not order the code red on two towers? <laughs> 
Execute order 66. <laughs> um, all right. Yep. I'm ready for next week. Same. I like the movie. That's that's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next week, well, join Tyler and I. I'm excited. Alex. I'm excited <laughs> to see Thor show up at Wakanda again because that's the greatest moment in cinematic history. Could literally watch that on loop for like two. Hours. I have. <laughs> How do you think I get myself to sleep at night? I want to see if I can find that. Is there a, is there a YouTube video that someone's put together? Oh just... yes. I'm sure there is. Are you talking about reactions? No, 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 no like just a loop. Oh yeah, there's just a loop. like a loop. No, there's a loop. There's also like reaction videos, mm-hmm. and you can see it in all sorts of different languages. It's also it's actually pretty awesome. You get to see all the different audiences react. Like I remember whenever we were in theaters and it happened, it was a pretty great moment. Oh yeah. Um, yeah I'm not you seeing know, a loop, funny. and I'm very upset about this. Continue. You know, it's funny. My sister, she usually gets upset about crowds like reacting to things, and even that, she was kind of bothered by that because she's just like nobody's here like nobody's like the especially like when you people clap at the end of a movie it's like the filmmakers aren't there what are we doing <laughs> right it's not like thor's actually in front of us fighting to save the yeah. earth and i was i was really like are you that's kidding exactly me come on like this 18 movies of this they let's let's all right i'm i'm here i'm excited yeah well, no, Although to be a... fair, I'm not. I I am not one of those people that actually like get, stands up and no, cheers no, 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 or whatever. I mean, I'm just like, can I just like watch weird. the movie? <laughs> yeah, we are but it was experiencing exciting. glory as humans together. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's what. That's why you applaud this movie. <laughs> yep, it was a fun theater experience. I'll give it that. Yeah, the, the first, second, third, and fourth time. <laughs> Yeah. I saw it three times, I think. I think I only years. saw it three, actually, but still. Five. Uh, there you go. That's the I saw it right like too many times. I'm trying to think of the movie that I've seen in the theaters the most. I think it's Dark Knight Rises. I, I think, was going to say, I, definitively I believe I saw that six times. Dang. I loved that movie. Still do. We know. Not nearly to the same extent. It's, I've been over this. It's, it's It was an emotional roller coaster. It changed my life forever. For the better, probably not. Talia the Ghul early 2010s is... were a different time. Indeed. Talia al Ghul is his favorite, is his password actually for everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's my father's work is done. Parentheses, death scene now. That's my password. <laughs> no, 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 parentheses, <laughs> falling head death scene. No, r- wait, what's it? Turning head death scene? <laughs> Just close eyes, turn head. Just parentheses, dead. <laughs> Roll on snare drum curtains. All right. So like Tyler says, you can find us on iTunes at Here Come the Sequels. And other places as well. Are we on Spotify? We should get on Spotify. <laughs> we are not on Spotify. As far as I know. We should least. do that. Don't Let's know how you that. go about that. But let's only include the episodes with good audio quality. So like the last... Five. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that the, all the episodes that I were that I was in had pretty good quality, even though half the time I was leaning two feet back. All right, fine. We'll include the ones that Joseph's in. Yes. What is that? Like an extra two? Um, more like three. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> and just like Thanos' snap, half the audience was gone. Oh wait. It's more than half. I've just been given the numbers. 
There are two people listening. One of them is me. <laughs> the other is Joseph. <laughs> Good night, friends. Tyler didn't even like us enough to listen. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week for our review of Avengers Infinity War. Art is subjective. Nothing is real. Good night, Canada. <laughs>